Today is Wednesday, April 21st. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. Yesterday, as the city awaited the verdict in the murder trial of Derek Chauvin, I headed to the Daily Center in the Loop with producer Simone Alisea. Now, we were both anxious, y'all, holding our breath to learn whether the Minnesota jury would convict or quit the former cop who killed George Floyd last summer. When guilty on all counts came down, there was some relief. And from the looks of it, on the corner of Randolph and LaSalle, while the city was peaceful, officials expected otherwise. Standing outside the Daily Center where at 5 o'clock, there's supposed to be a verdict rally as we finally got the jury's decision in the murder trial of Derek Chauvin. The former cop has been found guilty on all charges after killing George Floyd last year. Right now, things are pretty calm. There are about three helicopters, 15 camera crews, Simone and I, and about 400 pigeons. Oh yeah, and of course, they're, you know, boarding up buildings and police officers standing pretty much everywhere. There weren't really protesters out, but the activists were out there. We are still going to be in these streets. We are still going to be pushing for justice for all of our people. Because justice for George Floyd is not just uh, one cop going to jail. Justice for George Floyd means this entire system has to be overhauled. This is still a white supremacist system, even though it is arresting one of its own today. Because there are so many George Floyds um, right here in Chicago. You know, there's Laquan McDonald. There's Pierre Laurie, there's Betty Jones, Flint Farmer, Rakia Boyd. You know, the, the list of names is way too long. And, you know, we need, to, we need to stop that. You know, we need to make sure that there, are no, that there are no people whose names are being turned into hashtags. You know, we need to make sure um, that, that we don't have to uh, come out in the streets again by making sure that, um, that this entire system is overhauled and that police are not, are not out here killing people in the streets anymore. So to watch forms of outrage and to watch a verdict come back, I was just as happy watching that verdict as I was watching when John Burge was found guilty for lying about police torture in the city of Chicago. Where is the accountability? We can mount out 27, 28, 30 million dollars, but where's the healing? Where is the healing? The thing is, we cannot let this make us stop. We cannot slow down. That was Kobe Guillory from Chicago Alliance Against Racist and Political Oppression and Mark Clements from Chicago Torture Justice Center. A little history if you need it. John Burge was the racist-ass Chicago police commander who tortured dozens of men into false confessions in the 70s and 80s. So downtown wasn't as heated as what we saw this summer, and I expect if things had gone otherwise, it would have looked a lot different. But this was still a moment for Chicagoans to take in. Another person I wanted to hear from was Frank Chapman. Uh, maybe you remember him from last week talking about police accountability. 
and a new proposal to give communities more say in how the police are run in their neighborhoods. But see, he's been fighting this fight for decades. So we called him up to get his reaction to the verdict. It shows that, uh, you know, this murder that took place sparked a rebellion like this country has never seen before. You had 26 million people protesting in all 50 states of the United States and around the world. That is what created the, the political and moral climate for us to get some semblance of justice in this situation. We didn't, we didn't get this semblance of justice because the system works. You know, we got this because the people demanded it and protested and took to the streets. It's an advance for the struggle. It should encourage us to continue the struggle. But Frank also feels the way I think a lot of us do. That this is a complicated moment that doesn't really feel like a time for celebration or relief. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm happy about the verdict. The jurors did, they did their job. But the system was trying to play a cleanup role. They, they were trying to act as if Derek Chauvin was an exception, not the rule. And that's just not true. He represents the system as it actually is. And that is a system that kills and murders black and brown people with impunity. This is no restitution for all of that. And, 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 you know, I, and I get angry. I get enraged when people act as if it is. This is not what this is. Ariane Nettles is a journalist and journalism professor at Northwestern University. Ariane recently wrote a piece for Medium about Adam Toledo and how black and brown kids don't have to be perfect in order to avoid being killed by police. A lead producer, Carrie Shepard, called Ariane to get a reaction to the verdict. I left, you know, my office. I laid down under like a warm blanket and I was just like doing deep breaths. Even after, I didn't really feel better like I thought I would feel better. You know, like I thought that perhaps I would have a bigger release of energy or feelings, and I did not because he's still not here. Also, if we didn't have so many people were thinking about it at the same time. So, like, while we're thinking about George Floyd, we're also thinking about Dante Wright. We're also thinking about Adam Toledo. So we're thinking about all of these people at the same time. And so all of them are still gone. This was not the relief that I was hoping it would be, but it's kind of really tough for us to feel relief when there have been no major reforms or changes to prevent this from happening again. Like, you know, I think what I kept seeing people talk about online was, okay, this is accountability, this is not justice. And I think that even then, it's kind of maybe not even accountability. We don't even know yet. What are you going to tell your students? Or have you talked to any of them yet? I have not talked to any of my students yet. Um, Last summer when George Floyd was first killed, a lot of the talks I had were one-on-one with students about Mm. kind of their role as journalists in this. Um, And I maybe expect some more of those types of talks, right? Like, how do we cover this stuff responsibly and um, what do we do? 
That was Chicago journalist Ariane Nettles. Before I let you go, I understand that if for you yesterday's verdict was not a moment of joy or relief or exhale, my friend Eddie Gamboa summed it up saying, this is not justice, but perhaps enough space to grieve. And I desperately wish that for the Floyd family and for all those who have lost loved ones to police violence, but just minutes after reading Eddie's words, reports of 16-year-old Makia Bryant being shot and killed by police officers in Columbus, Ohio, started circulating. And I fear we are destined to live this cycle again and again and again. That's our show for Wednesday, April 21st. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace.